Welcome to the mysterious death of Edna Kennard, part six, Derek. Derek looked around his office after talking to Audrey on the phone and then signing her death warrant with a quill pen. Well, he would have done if the bloody thing didn't keep scratching and splattering ink all over the special parchment he'd bought. He'd wanted a, a, a swan quill or, or a goose, but all he could get was a tailed feather from a very cross and decidedly aged pigeon, and it just wasn't the same. He whipped out and clicked his trusty Parker ballpoint pen instead and signed illegibly with a flourish. Derek liked to call his office gothic with an air of the sepulchral, a crypt vibe with just a dash of the mausoleum about it. The rich black velvet curtains and black carpet all added to the gloomy atmosphere. Strange ethereal music played in the background. Now, if he was honest, it looked and felt much more like a funeral director's chapel of rest on a wet Wednesday afternoon than the vampire's lair that he was after. If he was being even more honest, he hated the bloody awful music. It gave him the creeps of that wailing and shrieking. He was partial to a bit of Dolly Parton, but playing Jolene ruined the carefully crafted ambiance. He imagined he struck a fine figure as he stalked about, tall and dramatic, draped in black and purple silk. He even had a black cape with a blood-red lining for extra stalking and wafting power. But he kept tripping over the thing and getting it in a tangle when he tried to do the dramatic swirl, which completely ruined the look. What he wanted was to look cool, smouldering and brooding. Not a complete ass. The stark reality was that Derek Pargeter was short, fat and balding. He wanted his hair black and swept back much like Christopher Lee when he played Dracula. But to do that, he had to resort to a wig. And that just itched and made him hot. He did consider painting his nails black, but gave that up after finding he couldn't grow his own nails long enough. He would keep biting the things. He tried false ones, but had a bad experience at the till in Marks and Spencer's cafe when one fell off and dropped in his tomato soup, much to the amusement of the snobby cow of a cashier. She was on the list for execution, which was becoming ridiculously long. He would get going on it soon, though, and then they'd be sorry. Derek loved being in his office, and loved that he upset Gez tremendously and gave him a psychological advantage, except, of course, when his mother threw the door open and strode in. Derek, it's stuffy in here. 
positively fetid like a teenager's bedroom and it's dark. Turn a bloody light on, will you? I'm blundering around here. Ow! Bugger, if that's my tights, laddin, you're getting a slap. Open a bloody window. What is wrong with you? Is that a cape? And what is that bloody awful music about? Why can't you play something cheery? I know you like country and western. Take a breath, mother, said Derek, trying to sound like Bella Lugosi. And what's with the silly voice, Derek? Have you been watching those films again? Oh, Derek huffed. What do you want, mother? <laughs> well, now, I have some news for you. I've decided to retire, although God knows it's been a tough decision, and I have further decided to leave the running of the business to you. There was a muffled thump as a short, fat and balding someone fell off his chair and hit the carpet. <coughs> said Derek from under the desk. And what was that noise for? <coughs> Why are you under the desk, Derek? Uh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, mother, said Derek, struggling to his feet. I could have sworn that you just said you were going to retire and leave the running of the business to me. Yes, that's right, I did. <coughs> said Derek and collapsed in a heap again. Derek, stop doing that. Or I may have to reconsider and leave it all to Jacinta. Although I'd rather not. She's far too nice. It's sickening. Have you seen her candy floss pig office? All those pictures of fluffy kittens and playful puppies. Everything is comfy, padded and pink. And she will keep saying everything is absolutely darling. Oh, it makes my skin crawl. How she's my daughter, I will never know. <sighs> Sorry, mother, said Derek, trying hard to contain his mounting excitement. I'm OK now. That was the end of part six of The Mysterious Death of Edna Kennard. Please join us again for more. This has been Kevin Green, reading for the Hot Cocoa Club. Goodbye.